Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast, where we examine some scripture and talk about how to walk out that individual scripture. I'm Kevin, and I'm here with Aaron. Say hi, Aaron. Hello, everyone. So, guys, today we're going to be talking about a a scripture that's near and dear to my heart. It's actually my favorite piece of scripture in the Old Testament. It's going to be Genesis 50, 19. Uh, it's going to be a portion of the story of Joseph, which is one of my favorite stories. Ironically enough, one of my favorite stories, not because of Joseph, but because of his brothers. Um, but before we get there, uh, Aaron, good evening. How are you? You're a little tired. I know I woke you up. Yeah, I'm doing well, man. I just uh, had a long weekend, had a lot going on. Uh, today was, again, uh, they're upping a lot of our production goals at work. we got a lot going on. Um a lot going on, just personally with some issues and uh, a little graining, but man, I'm doing well overall. Uh, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I'll tell you, to be honest, I'm a lot more tired than I normally am at this point at 9 o'clock in the evening. Actually, it's uh, 9.30, but I went out and had a day at the pool with my nephews, and they are exhausting. I do not know where those little bodies get so much energy, but they... Run and run and run, and they want you to run and run and run. And then I went to the gym, got up to 90 pounds on the dumbbell uh, bench press. So I'm at 90 pounds right now. That makes me feel really good. It's, for me, that's heavy weight, so I really enjoy that. Uh, but I had a good day. Um, had a really good day. Uh, I got to talk to the VA, so hopefully I can, I can work out some stuff there. And overall, very good day, man. Well, that's really good, man. A lot of good days. Yeah, I mean, they're they're the best. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, once again, Genesis fifty nineteen. But before we do that, Aaron, will you go ahead and pray us in? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Heavenly Father, we just uh, we thank you for the good days. Lord, we thank you for, for seeing us through, even when the days aren't so good, but we definitely thank you when they go good. Uh, I ask that as we go about this podcast that you'll bless us with wisdom and understanding of your word. To, to speak your words, uh, bless our listeners as they listen, to hear what you would have them hear. Um, we just, uh, again, pray for all of the unrest in, in our world. Um, we pray for peace. We pray for understanding uh, and just to calm the situation. Uh, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, guys, like I said, Tonight's scripture is one that's personally very, very important to me. And just a quick backstory on why it's so important. Um, I really started following God after I got into my car accident where I killed two people, you know, trying to examine where where I went wrong because I was a Christian, but I wasn't walking with God. And so I really started to get into the Bible. And I would ask people, I'd say, who am I supposed to look at in the Bible where I can see myself? And they would always, the, the very first answer out of everybody's mouth is, David, King David. And I would never say this, but I'd always think, King David? He was anointed as a child to be a king. No Holy Spirit came over me at 10 telling me I was going to be the king of the Israelites, you know? Um, obviously, King David made some mistakes, which I can relate to, but... I never felt like I could relate to King David, especially early in my walk. Uh, early in my walk, it was hard to see the parallels there. But I, you know, I did what everybody sh- I think should do at least once, and that's I started from the beginning of the Bible. And when I was reading Genesis, 
I started to learn a little bit about Joseph and his brothers, right? And one of the brothers stuck out to me. His name is Judah. And Judah stuck out to me because he started off in this very bad spot. He was one of the brothers who wanted to kill Joseph and one of the brothers who then sold him into slavery. And then you read about how he slept with his daughter-in-law and got her pregnant and judged her when he found out she was pregnant. And But then you don't hear about Judah for a little while. And it goes back to Joseph's story and then the brother's story as a whole. But something that struck me out is that, or struck out to me, stuck out to me, sorry, is that when Judah was, when Israel was talking to the brothers and told them that nobody was to go back there because he couldn't handle losing another son back to Egypt where Joseph and at that time Benjamin was, was, Judah said, I will go. I will take on that responsibility. And that's such a cool thing because, you know, before that, we don't see the process in which God worked in Judah's life. We just see a sinful, deceitful Judah. And then we see a man, a godly man in Judah who is willing to take on consequences and try to do what is right. And so that's such a cool thing. So then at the end of, at the end of Joseph's story, right, Israel dies and Joseph, um, and his brothers are worried that Joseph is going to kill them because their dad is now dead and they that Joseph doesn't have a reason to kill them or to keep them alive. I'm sorry. And so this is such an important Bible verse to me because I think words are powerful to anybody who may have done wrong. Uh, little wrong, big wrong, doesn't matter. To anybody who's done wrong, this verse is, I think can be life-changing. So I'm going to go ahead and read it uh, in a new international version. Again, it's going to be 15 uh, Genesis 50. 19 through 21. And it is, But Joseph said to them, Don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good, to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then, don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. Man, what a powerful verse, Aaron. What do you think? Uh, man, I, I really, I really like this story. I like this verse. Uh, I've, I've looked at this quite a bit in the past, also. Uh, when we think about what he went through and when this situation comes about in the context for him to say this, and then just everything we've been talking about anyway about perseverance. Um, I, I'm sure we have listeners that have been hurt. I'm sure we've had listeners that someone is wronged. Um, and, and had someone mean evil for them. And it's so hard to look at the situation and see God's bigger plan as we see Joseph in this passage. And then not only to do that, but to then embrace them and take care of them and provide for them. And not only for them, but their families. Um, you know, that's a powerful testimony of the provision of God and, and definitely a great example of how we should be in our life. Uh, it's so easy for people to to look at a situation and be like, oh, well, they did this to me because they were trying to hurt me, and I'm done with them. And this is a beautiful example of, of God stepping in and giving Joseph the, the peace and the comfort and understanding to still provide for his brothers and his family. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, 
for me when I read this, obviously, you know, I think it's it's one of the first real instances of somebody displaying the grace of God, right? So Joseph has the ability to do whatever he wants to these people. At this time, he's the second most powerful man in Egypt next to Pharaoh. He could kill them easily with no no repercussions, right? I think that that's important to to know in today's environment and what's going on right now in the protests around the around the U.S. Because police officers are doing things because they can't, but it doesn't mean that they're right. And so Joseph can kill his brothers easily, but he chooses to be graceful and loving and kind. Uh, you know, and I've had this kind of moment myself. Uh, I got the chance to meet the son of the couple that I killed, and it was such a powerful thing for me because. He had no reason to forgive me, much like Joseph had no reason to let his brothers live. His brothers couldn't do anything for Joseph. And this man, I can't do anything for this man that I killed his parents. But just like Joseph forgave them and said, it's not my place uh, to be God. It's, that's not my job. This man said, I forgive you. And so I had this very powerful moment. And so for me, when I read this, the most important line is, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. That's not to say that God intended for us to create these bad circumstances. God intends us to love. We don't create these bad circumstances through love. But when we do, God can still use it. God used a group of brothers who wanted to kill their brother and then ended up just settling for selling him into slavery. God used that to save the whole region. So whatever bad you've done, whatever bad you've done, sometimes that bad that we've done in our life can be so overwhelming. We can look at it and say, how am I ever going to get over this? How am I ever going to make this right? Well, here's the thing, guys. Like, this is just the simple truth is we can't. We can never make right what we've done. But thanks be to this God that we serve that is amazing and gracious and loving, that he will use the bad that we have done, our bad decisions, he can still use to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. And that's a beautiful thing to remember. Definitely great to always keep in our mind. I know I have people in my life that... You know, I've met in some very dark times who have just shown me that love and that grace and given me opportunity to excel in the ministry uh, and, and constantly given me forgiveness and, and just been there for me. And So I had a conversation uh, with my pastor and some of our leadership team uh, just going through some of the situations that I've been through, going through a, a violation and coming back out and then getting some stupid nonsense. Um, you know, my pastor stood by my side and the leadership team has been like, hey, you know, we're here for you. We None of that matters. And it, it's easy for me to look at a situation like that and be like, man, I've done wrong. Like, they, they should just, they should off me. They shouldn't give me any grain, you know, like they should just kick me out of Egypt. <laughs> and, and they have it, you know. I think about the situation even uh, with my violation when I went back, you know, I had great friends like you that were there to be like, hey, man, we get it. Something happens, like let's, let's just move on. 
Um, and it's definitely a big inspiration to me in a story like this and to have examples in my life who've lived that out. Uh, to be kind and forgiving to those around me, uh, no matter what they do. And, and to accept them, to love them, and just be there for them. Amen. Yeah, I think that, uh, so guys, I think there's like two, like there's a, there's, there's, it's a, it's a coin, right? There's two sides of it. And so the first is, guys, if you're those brothers, if you're going in front of somebody and you're worried, right? Just know that whatever you've done, whatever you've done, whether it be you stole somebody's candy or you killed somebody, God can use anything for his good if you allow him to, right? So it doesn't, it's not you trying to make up for things. It's just you allowing God to work through you. But that's the other side of that coin, I think, and that's something that you hit on, Aaron, is equally important, guys. Uh, so this is the hard part, right? How many of you guys have had somebody do something to you, right? That is all bad. How many of you have had that? Now think about this. How do we work, walk out this verse? Well, A, we need to recognize that if we're the brothers in this story, that God can still use what we've done to, to save lives. But B, if we're Joseph in the story, if we have people who've done bad to us, that's part of our story that God wants you to use for good to better glorify him. So make sure that you're doing that. And you do that by being gracious, being loving, being kind, when there is nothing that you gain from it, right? So if you wrong a rich man who provides for your family, or if a rich man who provides for your family wrongs you, and you forgive them because you want money, then that's not a godly act. Forgiving them because you want to forgive them is. But if you forgive somebody who has wronged you and there is nothing that they can give you, nothing at all, that's the godly act. That's what Joseph did. And we could do that. So whatever you guys are holding on to, that pain, that hurt, that anguish, do what Joseph did. Let it go. Tell them, I'm not in the place of God, so I'm going to stop judging you. As hard as it may be, I'm going to stop judging you. I'm not in the place of God. And I'm going to allow God to let this work in me for his good. So it's a two-sided coin, guys. You might be in either or both of those situations. But that's kind of how we have to look at this verse. Uh, amen. I think that the practical application lies in just that, the, the two-sided of forgive and allow yourself to be forgiven. Uh, could probably sum the whole practical application up in that. Allow yourself yeah. to be forgiven and forgive. Yeah, I think that you're exactly right. And I don't, so, and I just wanted to share some personal with you guys, cause guys, I, I promise you this, like I'm tearing up just thinking about it. This is the most important Bible verse to me. And now I get that like theologically there's so many more important verses. You, you know, I understand the most important thing that happened in the Bible is Jesus dying on that cross for me. I understand all these things. But this verse, when I read it, it changed my life. Because at this point, at, the point that I read this verse, I wasn't even locked up yet, but I had killed two people. And man, there was no, there was no getting over that. I, I just kept thinking, I did the worst thing possible. 
How can I ever do anything good? How can I ever be anything good? And I read this and I thought, maybe there's still some good. Maybe God can do it. I can't. I cannot do anything good with what I did. But God. But God. And so I just wanted to share something personal with you guys today. It's not a, it's not a real complicated verse. But for me, the most important verse, it really changed my outlook on my faith. Instead of just being a casual encounter with God, it, it changed me to pursuing God on a daily basis. And so I hope you guys get something from it. I hope you learn something about me from it. Um, we have, we've already talked about the practical applications. Uh, and then again, guys, contact us, Facebook, Twitter, uh, through text messages because most of you know us. So contact us. Let us know what you think. All right. If there's a Bible verse you guys need explained, me and Aaron, even though we have tiny sized brains, we will put them together and try to do the best we can. Please contact us. Aaron, you got anything? Uh, no, man. That, that pretty much takes care of it all. Um, I, I just, I just pray that everybody continues to be blessed. Uh, I, I definitely look forward to some some challenges. I, I, I again challenge our listeners to to give us something to look at. Amen. All right, I'm gonna pray us out, and we'll go ahead and and let you guys go for the evening or the morning ride for some of our listeners, as we learned this weekend. All right, guys. Uh, attitude of prayer. Our heavenly Father. We just want to thank you. We want to thank you that we serve you and only you and we serve a God that is so gracious that when we have nothing to offer, you would offer us everything. We uh, we thank you that when we make mistakes and we are evil and we choose sin over you, that you still can turn it around for the good because that's what kind of God you are. God, in today's environment with so much negativity and hatred, we would just ask that you bless the people that are fighting for positive change, that you would make everybody be able to see with your eyes that while we are all different, we are all equal. We are all loved. We are all made by you, God. We just ask that you bring your justice and love down. We ask that humanity does not get overlooked, that we do not trade one person's humanity for another, and we just ask that you continue to bless us in our, in our lives. God, please continue to look over this podcast and guide it to where you want it to go. Thank you for this podcast, God. You put it in my heart, and it's a chance that I get to spend with you and Aaron every day. I am so thankful for that. God, just continue to be in our lives and bless us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.